0: She's Julie Roxanne.
1: And he's Alistair. And And this this is Far Out.
0: Out. A podcast about stepping off the beaten path and learning to live from our center.
1: But anyways, this yes. is the look these days. Yeah. Julie Roxanne is trying to stay warm. Alistair looks like Jesus. <laughs> and we rarely take a shower in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not true. I'm-
0: this seems to be the comment we get most about the podcast, is it's like, feels like I'm with friends. Yeah. And yeah, maybe like, wow, they're really wise and intelligent would be like maybe my favorite. Like, that's what I'd want the most. Like, wow, this is just a download of wisdom. But I'll take feel like they're, I'm with friends as a number two. That's that's pretty good. You know, if I can
1: It seems like Wild Within is benefiting from uh, being more mature. Mature.
0: Yeah, I think it's maturing us. Yeah. And the money thing is an, an important oak f- barrel.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Far Out Podcast.
0: Welcome, welcome. It's great to have you here.
1: It's November. It is November. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you for
0: that. It's November. <laughs>
1: I just I'm glad it feels cold and like I'm feeling all the cozy vibes so I just wanted to say it
0: this week uh, we're we're back from quite a a lot of work yeah a lot of retreats quite
1: the October adventure
0: yeah so uh, we reflect a, a little bit on that and some of the things it's teaching us
1: if you're in the mood for, like, a cozy vibes, like, very friendly catch-up conversation, this is it. I just felt like With, we were all lounging and yeah. just, like, kind of exchanging. And I, I felt everyone's energy, so thank you. Yeah.
0: Uh, and, we, well, you know, it's like some authentic conversation, probably, maybe hopefully some insights, <laughs> yeah. uh, all that, that kind of stuff. <laughs> a lot stuff.
1: of good laughs and, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Grab a blanket. Yeah. Cozy up.
1: Let's get into it.
0: Good morning, Far Out people.
1: Hey, good day. Good day. How's it going?
0: <laughs> you look like such a douche.
1: <laughs> I felt like that. I felt like it. I know.
0: Julie Roxanne, so so we've got our blankets on. We're sitting next to the heater, and we both have hot drinks because it is November in Oregon, and, and yeah. that, that means it's cold. And uh, Julie Roxanne <laughs> is wearing a bathrobe, and... A scarf. And the scarf is tucked into the bathrobe in the way a pompous douche
1: <laughs> would do so. It's so comfortable. Yeah. And if you, you got, haven't tried it, there's a reason pompous douches <laughs> do that. And then weird. you have a smug <laughs> smile on your face.
0: <laughs> like, it's just all too much.
1: I know. I'm, I'm continuing to think that we need to shift over to uh, videos so people can see us in all the ways yeah. That we show up for these podcasts. Usually I try to make an effort to get out of my PJs, but this morning, no, no. I'm just your hello. I'm here. Howdy. Howdy.
0: I don't know why, but this is making me think It. yesterday I called my grandma, who's <laughs> uh in her in her late eighties, I think now. It's and and
1: gonna be ninety in May. In a, March. Oh March. gosh.
0: Yeah, so very late eighties. Um and <laughs> I took a shower. Like, I, I don't usually do this for calls, but, like, I went and took a like, shower. Like, he was like,
1: I'm going to call my grandma. And then he put on a sweatshirt. And then he was like, ah, I think I need to take a shower before I call grandma. You know,
0: you want grandma to think you're doing well, <laughs> no matter what. It's just like, I just want grandma to have the – there's not a lot of touch points, right? <laughs> so, like, the, the ones you do have is, like, I need to, like, I need to communicate health and well-being and yeah. and success. So, <laughs> I went to go take a shower, and I even put on a nice sweater. You know, I took off the my comfy, cozy one and put on a nice one.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I call my grandma. And one of the first things she says is, you know, you'd look a lot longer or you'd look a lot younger if you cut your hair. Damn. <laughs> There's no winning with grandma.
1: No, no. And I would have... I didn't even catch the fact that your hair was down. I felt like I, if I had realized, I would have told you to tie your hair up. And then it, but would the yeah, it, would it would have
0: been the beard. Yeah, it would have been the beard,
1: yeah. Because Alistair, if you don't this know this, Alistair is sporting quite the look these days. I, uh, he showed up. <laughs> we had our orientation call for our level two of our shamanic training, and... A lot of the people on there hadn't seen you in a while, but I didn't yeah. realize that. Again, did it, it didn't really register. And you came on the call with your beautiful complexion, very full, like you know, ginger beard. I have a
0: full, thick beard, and I'm not sure shav- Like I'm not. It's beautiful. At all. It's
1: grown that. Da- it's grown out so well, way better than the first time you grew out your yeah. winter beard. Th- your winter beard. This is like stunning. It's got like two patches of white in it yep. too, which once makes. it. for
0: you- once for my marriage. one's for. Wild within. Oh
1: my God! I didn't think you had you have thought about this. Yeah, I okay, have. yeah, okay. And and then his hair is down, and your hair is like about collarbone length.
0: Yeah, like no, I think it's even it's a little, little, little further, longer. like bottom of the or top of the armpits. Maybe. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like in between collarbone and armpits, and it's like flamboyantly like strawberry blonde ginger, just like it's like a lion's. <sighs> mane. It's like a lion's mane. Yeah, he showed up on the card. People were like, "Oh my God, you look like Jesus Christ!" And it's true. <laughs> If Jesus was white, uh, you would look that would be it.
0: Wait, he's not white?
1: I, I thought he was to- I thought
0: he was white, blonde, and blue eyed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, we'll have a conversation after this <laughs> podcast, and uh, we'll 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 review this. But anyways, this yes. is the look these days. Yeah. Julie Roxanne is trying to stay warm. Alistair looks like Jesus, <laughs> and we rarely take a shower in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not true. I've, there's just been a few days recently where at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I didn't you shower have to, you today. You have to
0: practice what we're practicing in my Wild Man group, which, which is, is uh, not which is personalizing your your statements. You said we. What you should have said is you or I, right? <laughs> should have spoke from your experience it's instead true. of projecting you, it onto my experience.
1: Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Jesus.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you could probably you, you should join our wild man within group.
1: <laughs> There's a bit of a problem there, but I'm not also not gonna get into that. All right, all right. With all this banter, we are going to let you know that we have a new review.
0: Yes. Uh, you might remember we mentioned Anne last week because she joined, uh, she became a patron. Mm-hmm. Um. So again, thank you for that. Uh, and
1: so she left us a review. It hadn't yeah. happened in so long.
0: Anne's been working her way through our early days. I think she's going to beat my guess. I thought she'd probably make it to about episode thirty. I think she's getting pretty close to there. Yeah, she's just she's crushing she's just it.
1: listening to us all day. Yeah, like that. We're going in the through. background, and we've heard that this happens. We've we've heard our friend Ryan when she had COVID and was alone in her apartment and had. Was very isolated as a result, which was, like, a really tough time. She said that she played us in the other room to feel like we were there. Yeah,
0: and Kelly, our business partner, said she's done that, too, at times. <laughs> where it's like, it's, I feel like I get to ride with you guys. And so this seems to be the comment we get most about the podcast is, it's like, feels like I'm with friends. Yeah. And... Yeah, maybe, like, wow, they're really wise and intelligent would be, like, maybe my favorite, like, that's what I'd want the most. Like, wow, this is just a download of wisdom. But I'll take Feel, like, they're, I'm with friends as a number two. That's that's pretty good. You know, if I can't...
1: If you can't be a wise elder, you'll yeah, just Yeah, if I can't some, like, just,
0: like, hit you with a bunch of insight and knowledge, I'll go with being friends.
1: It feels nice. No,
0: it feels great.
1: So, Anne... Was our oh my god forty five? We have forty five five star reviews. That's do. amazing. I'm still I waiting no idea. for that
0: first four star. Don't do it. Don't don't. Do it. don't
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen. People who take the time to review it, like we, we're so, we're not very uh, controversial, you know, like yeah. no one's going to go, going to do the effort of going into our ratings and being like, this podcast sucks. And like, <laughs> don't listen to what they're saying, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm, if you're out there, please do that. Like, I'd love to know that there's someone out there in that, in that mindset, but also stop listening if that's how you feel. Anyways, Anne left us a five star review. The title is resonance. And here's the review. Julie Roxanne and Alistair sharing their journey, fears, goals and vulnerabilities resonates with me deeply. This is a fantastic continuous conversation that makes me feel like I know them very well and that they too know me. This is a pleasure for the ears and heart. Yeah. That is sweet. That, was that very is nice. a very sweet.
0: I think one message. of the um one of the signs I'm getting in my life of success lately is that when people leave us reviews, whether it be on this podcast or at Wild Within or in some other for other work that we do, they are so on the money, like the reviews just feel like they feel so accurate mm-hmm. in some ways mm-hmm. and personal. Yeah. And I, I really love that.
1: It's really nice to feel the the breadth and the depth of relationships that we have and in, in the community that we have. It's uh, it's it's been pretty humbling i feel yeah. like th- every so often i feel like i'm not living up to the task of it i feel like i i think about like five or six people a day that i would like to check in with and i, I just don't have it these days i don't have the mm. bandwidth to do it that's but funny I, I don't yeah yeah that's <laughs> that's probably why i think about six people instead of three <laughs> <laughs> you
0: do <go> too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. exactly but anyways so thank you Anne. thank you so much I think the way we want to, the place we want to start this more formal part of the conversation, although I doubt <laughs> it's going formal. to be very formal yeah. today. I'm wearing a robe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> pretty- <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to thank every person that has reached out in one way or another after episode 190 that we shared, which was our like uh, exploration of the tarot card that we had drawn. And right. The last like most of the episodes that you've heard, all of the episode that you've heard in October were recorded in the fr- like right before October 1st, I think, like in the week leading up to the beginning of October, uh, because we were going to be gone and busy and at some point separated, uh, or, or, you know, in different pa- places. So we got ahead and recorded like four episodes in one week. And that last episode was like culmination, like peak bad vibes. Uh, like, and not, not that the episode is bad vibes, but like we were not doing well at all. It like right before we left. Yeah, uh, I
0: had like uh, we we ended up leaving um, to, so we had to go to the east coast. We're, we're going to give you a rundown and some of the stuff we did. But yeah, and so we had to wake up. I I forget that when you're when we're an hour away from an airport. That booking, like, a 7 o'clock flight means... Like, that sounds reasonable. Say like, oh, yeah, 7 o'clock. I don't mind that. Because <laughs> my brain thinks I'm going to wake up at 7.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my brain doesn't realize,
0: no, you're going to wake up at 3.30. You're barely going to have gone to bed, and then you're going to get up I again. Know. And so...
1: Uh, <laughs> There's a part of me that feels strongly that, like, get, get, getting up at 3.30 is, like, the stupidest thing ever. It's, like, it makes me... It's, like, it's stupid. It's,
0: like, you should just stay up. I, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which
1: is a terrible... I know, I, know I know better. I know
0: better. Anyway, we had gotten up, and it was dark, and it was cold, because it was 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> and then we left at, like, 4 or something like, something like that. And right about as we were going to leave, I noticed... I think I had left the door oh open God. for a minute because I had to go outside. You know, we're packing the car and things. Literally, we're about to leave, and I see something scurry across the floor, and we had let a mouse in. And so then. And we
1: don't know how long it had been in because you said that you felt it on your. Oh, like, yeah. Endless, I actually think it might have
0: already been there, and it might have happened the day before because I actually woke up in the middle of the night to what I thought was maybe a spider crawling on me.
1: D- didn't you think it was me pulling the blanket or off you, of you? Yeah, in the morning you accused things. me of like oh you yeah. pulled the blanket I know. off I of me. And like, I think the mouse
0: crawled over it. me in our bed which is not fun to think about. <laughs>
1: is it Okay cabin life just like I yeah. want to rem- remind people like we live in the cabin in the forest. Yeah. It has its ups and its downs. Yeah
0: there are wild creatures wild out. creatures um, think
1: that this is also their house yeah. and uh,
0: so, yeah. so we anyway we discovered this mouse like five minutes before we we're supposed oh, to leave yeah. and then we spent like another fifteen or twenty minutes, be- becoming late trying to catch this mouse failed to do so. Had to leave the mouse for the next two weeks yeah. with uh in our house. Yeah, um, it
1: ate some of my sweet potatoes. Oh,
0: son of a bitch!
1: Yeah, not not much more damage was done though. And I have then to
0: say. I d- I've since dealt with the mouse. Um But <laughs> and then and then I had a I proceeded to have a meltdown about life uh, on the plane on the plane yeah. and. Was really bad, and then we got, we got to our business partner Kelly's Kelly and her partner Lou's house, and uh, I ended up sleeping for sixteen hours. Yeah, it, that,
1: we we were kindly putting that on the jet lag, but we all knew it wasn't the jet lag. Yeah. Like sixteen hours is not. That's yeah, you're right. A long we'll time. For 16 hours.
0: Yeah, and I think that was after like a ten or a twelve hour night right before it. So it was Well
1: the, there was the 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 day we left the plane thing we didn't get that much sleep oh, so like yeah. so to complete my thought loop before we went to Mouseland and 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 Alistair has a meltdown on the plane and sleeps 16 hours I just wanted to thank everyone who has sent a message About that last episode in particular. I think it was episode, it was one episode 190 because, um, I think we sound really bad in that episode and like it's obvious that we're not doing well. So I just want to thank everyone in the community that has reached out and sent words of comfort. It's always interesting to record episodes that are so charged and then have them be released like three to four weeks later. Because by the time the comments about the episode start pouring in, I'm like, what, what are they talking about? I'm not. I have no (laughs) recollection. Oh, yeah. Yes. When we were when we were like feeling like life needed to be over. Yes, I remember. So we're doing better. The month of October has passed. It's it's been an interesting one. We're going to give you like a bit of a chronological what we did and then we'll just see where the conversation takes us. I am loving this intro, but like this whole beginning portion is 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 very nice. But yeah, so chronological. Because I, I I love to do that. You all know I love to do that. We left it must have been like October 2nd, maybe yeah, October like October 1st, something like that. We left that faithful morning at 3, 3 4 AM or something like that. And then I think
0: you're looking for fateful, not faithful.
1: Faithful. Oh yeah, yeah. you're right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh you could have said that without sounding so <laughs> douchey, but okay. I'll you're the
0: one wearing the I- scarf in the <laughs> rope. <laughs> And using the wrong word.
1: Oh. Okay. Um so we left. <laughs> that day of travel was the worst, probably one of the worst days of travel I've ever had in my entire life. It was, like it was, the it, the vibes were so low. The
0: They were already low, and then what sent me really into a tailspin <gasps> was that I had made a big special effort to pack my drum because I just felt like we needed to have my drum for the work that was gonna be done. My drum is huge. Yeah. It's very big. And um so I had like gone and gotten bubble wrap, and I've gotten a pro tip from the storage uh, uh place that like, oh, you should get pool noodles and then cut them. Yeah, and like, o- that and then open well. them around the because my drum is ridged. So I did that. worked great. And then I got and then I got a perfectly fitting box or close to it. I had to cut it and make it. And then I boxed it and I put a blanket in there and everything. And I took it to the airport and then found out at the at the counter that. It was, like, literally just a couple inches. There's a certain volume metric. And if you go beyond that, you are now oversized. in oversized luggage. Well, here's the fee for oversized luggage. It's, like, $250. Yeah. It's, it's crazy.
1: He, I, and I missed it, it by a few so inches. It was so awful. Like, it's, it's, like, one of Alistair's biggest, like, pain points. Yeah, money. You yeah. know, it's, like, in the money bags. It's like It was, like, you. Especially because we're going you? to
0: do a retreat that, like... Is not really making money, you know
1: <laughs> it was like watching you get kicked kicked in the nuts repeatedly at six a m in a crowded area I,
0: I have to say this though I will say to the uh attendant who helped me check in my bags and had to tell me this news. he was very kind, <laughs> but he had to say it and he managed to waive like my regular luggage fee or something. I was, right. he, ended, he ended up That's saving good. me like forty or fifty bucks, and I, that was definitely an act of compassion. I could,
1: and he yeah. didn't
0: really get the gratitude and thanks he deserved.
1: Oh no, um, I think I think he did. I think I did. It, I did. I I was trying to be grateful for yeah. both of us because I could yeah. tell that you were not. I was in like, okay, you
0: ripped out my guts, but you're gonna leave my heart. Thank you. Ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we traveled to the East Coast and it was our first time both going there. Uh I think you had never been to the to that area. We no. we we went to New York. We arrived in New York Newark and we we basically we had our hub was New Jersey, which is where Kelly and Lou live. Yep. Shout out to Kelly and Lou for being the best hosts ever. We had like a dinner party on the <laughs> <set>. <laughs> It was awesome. And Lou cooked us some great meals, and it was kind of I can't say I was doing well enough to fully appreciate it. But now that I'm on the other side, I'm like, it was really like there was like this energy of people trying to organize a retreat that's like camping. And we went to like pick up like gear, like utensils and things from a lot of different members of the community that were helping us throw this together. It felt like a very collective effort. And it was it was sweet, Lou. Lou made us a proper like almost Thanksgiving roast dinner that we had with a group of friends. It it, it was it was really sweet. Yeah, so
0: big shout out to Kelly who made a lot of that happen.
1: Yes, indeed. Kelly and Lou, definitely best hosts. Yeah. Best hosts. And then a couple of days later, once we had, you know, we we took care of business and trying to organize a retreat, and then we went to Pennsylvania to do the retreat? We led a four-day re- camping retreat in Catavoe, September It was five day. It was five day.
0: Yeah, the one the day you arrive, and then I think there was three days. I think there was only
1: two days. Okay, four days. Yeah. Sorry, so Got it I, I've, yeah. I, We talked about this yesterday, so that's yeah. why. <laughs> so four-day retreat, camping retreat in like it was beautiful because we arrived. It was definitely cold, but very manageable. We had an awesome fire tender for the entire. Thing so, Jason, you crushed it on the fire. It yeah. was awesome. We just all of the people who helped out was were amazing. Luke, shout out to Luke as well. And we had like a very community oriented time. We did cacao ceremonies. We ecstatic danced through the the, the in, into the fall. We had some good food around. Really nice, like long tables with benches. And breath it was breathwork. work breath did work. some uh, some crafting. We spent some. T- we spent a lot of time in nature, and it was really yeah. sweet. Uh, by the time we arrived, like the trees were just turning, and uh, over the time that you were there, they just like popped. It yeah. was really cool. Yeah, fall in on the e- on the east coast is is gorgeous. I'm really glad that we were there. And at the end of that retreat, I left, went back to New Jersey with Lou, had a day turnaround. And then drove up, like a big girl by myself, drove up to uh, upstate New York in the Hudson Valley and chefed for a nine-day, 25-women Tantra training. So it was really cool to be hired, to not have anything to do with the spiritual aspect of things and just like be there and doing the food. Yeah, and to get paid. And to get paid. That was really sweet. And it was a beautiful... Like again, like Hudson River, like Hudson Valley, late, like mid October, it was breathtakingly beautiful, um, and the Christmas and the ah oh, man, I fell in love with the East Coast a little bit, I have to say. Yeah, and then I came back to New Jersey, had one night, and then flew back to Portland. Now on to you, because after the retreat in Katawissa, what did you do?
0: I stayed. I oh. led another retreat, um, and Kelly helped me with that. Um, Kelly and I really we stuck around and led a. Four day combo retreat. Um, on the back end, we had a, a few participants uh, stay from the original retreat to stick around and uh, sit with combo with us. I love doing it that way. Um, I feel like the initial retreat really like kind of helps us get to know each other and open us up. And there's a lot of embodiment and kind of mm-hmm. it really grounds us and brings us in. And it's such good preparation work. Like, and it allows you to like disconnect and really take some time to yourself before going into something that can be very powerful, very intense, um, and very transformative like Combo. Mm -hmm. So you're, like, really set up well at that point to go into Combo. And everyone, in this case, um, it was just people from the retreat. No one knew came, so everyone knew each other very well. Um, So we would sit with Combo in the mornings and then spend the afternoons outside in nature, taking cold dips pretty much every day in the river, and uh, you guys did that? Yeah, even during our the first retreat, that's I think true. I only missed one day. It was really really nice. We watched the we we saw the first frost. Mm. Uh, we watched the trees turn and we were on a beautiful patch of land by our, um, that's the stewarded by our friends Ann and David. Ann
1: and David Darling.
0: Ann and David Darling, who run uh Catawissa Farm at Catawissa Creek in Pennsylvania. It's an absolutely stunning place. They do organic and regenerative farming there. Their big mission is to bring um, people back to the land and food, and it was obvious like they'd been working on restoring this place, which had been they had inherited or kind of been handed to them, but for the last two years. Mm-hmm. And they had done an amazing job uh, because we were the first uh, event they mm-hmm. they'd been wanting to host events, and we were basically their first one. And they did a massive amount of work to make that possible. Um, it went they were extraordinarily generous in their. In their time and in, in their energy, um, and they participated in a lot of things with us, and it was just really, all in all, a really wonderful experience. There was another first on that, which is we had we had a, a vendor that came. Yeah, that was um, cool. Cafe Watt, uh, two guys that I think they live in New Jersey. They've had a dream. Two brothers. Two brothers. They had a dream to to open up a coffee cart. And they've been working on this coffee cart. And they
1: built it. They themselves. built it.
0: Yeah, they built the coffee cart and everything. I think it's the better part of a year doing that. And uh, we invited them out, and they, we were their—they were their maiden voyage, uh, their first dollar, their first sales were uh, were out of our retreat. Um, so they—they they, that was really cool to to see a new business kind of start. It felt
1: like another like community magic moment of just like, hey, let's just all yeah. raise each other Seen up. Seeing them getting and started
0: and they've got a line and people waiting to get coffee. It was great. So yeah, so I did a combo retreat um, after that and that went extraordinarily well. I feel like the work with combo is just getting deeper and more powerful uh, as, as, I, as I continue to work with it and as I continue to serve combo to others. And then I came back. Um so I came back before you. Yeah. And uh I had a workshop uh over the weekend, a two-day workshop in Hakomi, which is a therapeutic method I've been interested in and starting to starting to uh explore. And then I quickly I thereafter drove down to Reading in Northern California. It was about an eight hour drive and participated in my own retreat, um, which was a, it's it's an organization called Illumin. It's uh a men's rite of passage is what it's called, an MROP, and um, I was initiated by initiated men um, mm. over the course of five days through a lot of stuff, um, through some pretty powerful rituals, a lot of like kind of solitude and con- contemplation, um, councils with fellow um, initiates, and and a lot of other things out in a wilderness setting. Really, really powerful. Yeah, uh, it was it was a really powerful moment or weekend for me, really valuable and really helpful. And uh, right off the bat of that, um, came back, or didn't come back, like literally left the retreat center, it got to an Airbnb and opened up uh, my wild man within container with Lou, yeah. which is for the next eight weeks. And and you, that day, had also opened up the wild woman within with yeah. Kelly. Um, so those containers are now full force. We're approaching week three as, as we... As we speak, keeping the edges hot in that. So there's been a lot going on. And we're now, here we are. (laughs) It's it's November.
1: (laughs) So that, yeah, that was was all of October. And you ended October with like a little combo bow on top of it. I
0: served a private... Combo retreat, basically. Um, People are flying out, or or not always flying out, flying out, driving out. People are coming to us um, to work with Combo, where we live, uh, out in the rainforest, and that's been really beautiful, and I definitely want to do more of that. It's been really powerful. Yeah, it's really
1: sweet when people can come and, like, really drop into the energy of the forest. It's
0: so beautiful, and it's so intimate, and I just feel like the work that's done on those goes really deep, and this was no different. We were able to get to some deep stuff and get some energy flowing and moving that had been very stuck and touch some things that were kind of felt but couldn't be reached. Mm. And I've I just marvel at combo's ability to do that. It's so amazing. It's it's so incredible to me. Um the ways it does it. And um it almost feels if I didn't know better, it's only—I mean, it feels kind of magical in, in some ways. It definitely feels mystical. Like mm-hmm. it—it's—it's it's never totally predictable, but um, but it's—it's it's really powerful what can happen.
1: If somehow you're listening to this and you don't have a grasp on what combo is, I'll just put our. Uh, episode. I right? mm-hmm. we'll just put our episode in the show notes and you can just go listen to that one. We We're have heard I wanna I wanna say this because this is really cool. One of the women that came and participated in the Catawissa original retreat was like curious about staying for the combo extension, but not feeling like quite ready to do that yet. Uh-huh. But she told me that she listened to the combo one oh one episode that we did like fifteen times or something. <laughs> To like, and she was like, "I kept wanting to listen to it more and just like, and it's kind of sweet to know that this is one of that this is one of the things that this podcast does is that it can give a place for people to get to know the things we do and and it's like it's there. You can just revisit it. And honestly, I've been feeling this with Anne going through all of our episodes yeah. too. It's so interesting because apparently, our episodes very much stand the test of time because she is sending us emails and comments about episodes that we recorded four years ago. And some of the way that she sends the comments makes it feel like the episodes came out yesterday. That because she listened to them yesterday, they're applicable, they're still relevant to our life now. And some of it's true. I I
0: don't, I I think the reason they're probably standing the test of time was because they've always been intended to document a journey Mm -hmm. rather than a fixed destination. Yeah. And- So if you want to connect with us on earlier stages of the journey, Mm -hmm. uh, that's a good way to do it. And I think a lot of that resonates with, you know, different stages that we're all at.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So. So,
0: yeah. And by the way, you know, if you're interested in combo, feel free to drop a line. Whenever we're going to work with someone, we always talk with them first. And we recognize, you know, being in, the, in in medicine work and, and in this kind of world, um, the importance of like trusting your facilitators mm. or, or feeling comfortable with the people you're going to work with is so important. I've heard so many stories of people who have skipped that step and really paid for it yeah. and and so I definitely you know if you're interested, definitely feel free to reach out. We are serving combo here year round. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, we are. This is something that's pretty much available whenever the call strikes. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and we've had people come out to work with you specifically. We've had people come out to work with me. And Yeah, so
0: you can also, you kind, kind of, of have, it's issues. kind of, yeah, it's like kind of a menu. You yeah, know, it's it, like, hey, okay, all right, what, what kind of energy do we want vaccine? to work with? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's interesting what you just said about like, it just struck me in a way that I guess I had never thought about before, which is that the... Because I'm starting to also have been in the medicine world long enough that I feel like I am hearing some of those stories that are just like, ugh.
0: I've heard gnarly stories. That's yeah.
1: bad. Like, that's really bad. Like
0: it's not- a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And what's interesting to me is I think, I wonder, I wonder, this is not like a, I wonder how much of this is our, the way that we usually relate to, healing substances or medicine in the western world it's like it doesn't matter who yeah. prescribes you a xanax. A, a xanax i just need to know. get the xanax exactly so it's like i think that sometimes there can be that that thought that like combo is going to be the same it's like oh it's just combo but it's like the 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 vessel the person that actually serves it to you and, and the, the container and the that they hold and right? the technique, like the training uh, they
0: have like that's a really important right. part of it yeah it's not
1: yeah, we're hearing some bad stuff. I don't.
0: Of- it's really hard to convey. This is why you really like when we got to know our teachers for ayahuasca. Like we sat down with them first. Yeah. We went out to a, and then we went out to a meal with them after. Yeah. Like, and not all like teachers or facilitators are going to be down with that. Yeah. We were pretty lucky, but yeah. that's also why we chose them. Yeah. Is because they were willing to do that. That's and they, true. And we could like under we could see that we had things in common and and that it was going to be a good fit because it's not always a good fit and you can't force that stuff and if you do you know these are um, these are explosive medicines when <laughs> when they're done in 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 um, negligent ways or or just sometimes uh, when they're done in ways I don't want to say ignorance but just unaware ways mm. right like and yeah we've we've. We've
1: heard the stories, yeah. We're and we're continuing to hear them, yeah. If if uh, when you say drop a line, when Ulster says drop a line, you can either go to thefarout.life and read more, and there's a contact form on there that will get to us, or you can just send us an email at info at thefarout.life, yeah. And that's that's the easiest way to reach out to us and ask away, ask questions and prod. I think that that's as you said, like we chose our teachers, I think partly because they were willing to.
0: Yeah, and not, just, you know, just, we just also know that um, this is something I would never sell combo to somebody. Yeah. Right, yeah. like it's not – it's something that you really have to feel called to, and it's important that you make the decision. Yeah. So it's like if you want information, if you want to understand my experience or like how it may fit with where you're at, I can sh- we'll share all those gonna things. It's not going to be a sales pitch. It's not going to be a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you're going to have to decide because that's the – way these medicines work we have to come to them ourselves yeah
1: yeah great great point great little psa here love it well so yeah so this was like the the chronological and a little bit of like coloring in of october i don't know what 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 do we want to where anything things in particular that stands out as we stand and like reflect on this last month of of work
0: i mean yeah um the Wild Within Retreat, the last two Wild Within retreats of the year. I have been surprised, you know, it's been a tough year for us at The Wild Within front because at the beginning of the year, we were really like riding this wave where like every retreat was selling out and it was starting to it was starting to begin to sustain us. We were mm-hmm. starting to take uh significant um kind of paychecks from Wild mm-hmm. Within for the first time in its history, yeah. really. Which was really encouraging. And then the summer happened, and we didn't fill our trips, which were tough trips to run when they're not full because yeah. they take so much energy and time. They're tough to run when they're full. But, yeah. like, if they're not full, um, the kind of energy equation gets really out of whack. Yeah, And, you know, we seem to be hearing this from a lot of self-employed people around, you know, like, the stock market's, like, not doing great, but seems to be kind of staying like hanging in there. But like self-employed people are taking the hit right now.
1: Well, I think i I, I my experience of it is it's not just self-employed people. It's self-employed people who work in like the wellnessy. Yeah, kind I of mean we're field. we're
0: like, in a field the, where it's like the first thing you would cut if you needed totally to expandable. start con- yeah, yeah, conserving um income. And so yeah, we're we're in a vulnerable place for, for a recession mm-hmm. or, or for something like that. And yeah, I and I think in general it's hard to be self employed right now. Mm. Um it, it's always hard to be self employed, yeah. but and I'm not like I'm sure that it's also hard for others, but yeah. I think I think we're maybe feeling it more. I think like, we're like the front it's kind line. It's kinda magnified, right? Yeah. It's like a little bit um yeah. So we've been feeling that over over the year. And by the time we got to our Catawissa retreat, we're like, well, I don't know what's gonna happen after this. <laughs> like yeah. And that—that that was some of the bad vibes, feelings. Is like <laughs> feeling like you know maybe maybe this is it. Yeah. Um, and I just really marveled at how picked up and lifted and nourished I felt by our community on those and 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 by doing the work because it had been a while since you know we had all it had been since May since you know the core team had been together. Doing the work. And when I say core team, I think of Lou, I think of Kelly, and I think of you and me. Um, It's always so much fun when we get together and do this stuff. And every time I've been amazed by how much more powerful it's gotten. Like, I feel like our ability to hold space is getting stronger every time we come together Mm -hmm. because each of us are very much following our personal paths and like following the breadcrumbs of, okay. What, what now, what now do I, where is my curiosity taking me? Mm-hmm. Where is my, tra- what is my training asking of me now? And where? as we're all following that, our own work basically, and we come back together, it's like every time it just gets like higher voltage mm-hmm. when we're all together and it's really inspiring. And so I, I've, I just been marveling at the fact that every time we come together, these retreats get better and better and better and we're all feeling that yeah people Um,
1: are saying it like our participants who are like coming regularly are like is it me or are they just getting better it's no it's not just you (laughs) and
0: this is people saying it when they've been camping out in the
1: cold (laughs) i know i know it's like people kept like the morning we woke up and there was frost on our tent i was like oh man i wasn't sure how to feel about that i was like it's beautiful but also like how did people sleep are were people prepared enough yeah, it was it, it was rustic and yes. it was like it was actually really sweet. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I I've been reflecting I, I, that's been really nice and I I really felt jazz, I was very tired coming out of those but felt pretty jazzed about you know the spirit and and the energy that that had been cultivated and also seeing people in our community stepping up.
1: Mm.
0: We have had the privilege and fortune And it's another one of the ways I I measure success is like, do people want to get involved and help do this work? That to me seems like a very good indicator of like if the work's worth doing Mm -hmm. or like, or how it's, and we have been very lucky that we have for all of our retreats had people that have wanted to help make them happen and and kind of um, support them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And on this retreat, um i'm thinking of michelle i'm thinking of luke and i'm thinking of jason um luke and jason came on in the role of aiutante or a kind of helper so they come on to like basically uh serve wherever needed and help put on the retreat and we could not have done this retreat without them cuz no. yeah it was so critical they did a lot for us uh it would have been too much mm-hmm. for for us to be doing everything we were doing and taking on the roles that they uh, that they filled in on for and they did it with such a um, such generosity. And Michelle came on and uh, she led a a workshop. She led a an art crafting workshop as well, which I didn't get to experience because I was napping. So thank you, <laughs> Michelle, for giving me a chance to do that. Um, but saw the results of, um, and it, it looked pretty special.
1: It was cool to hear people, you know, because I think like like as kids. There's way more opportunities to do crafts like that's part of, you know, when you go to school or if you go to, you know, summer camp or things like that, like that's that's more available, like doing something with your hands that's just for the pleasure of creating outs and, and being outside. And I think as adults, like, we very, very rarely have that opportunity unless we're one of these people that are like, oh, I love crafts yeah. and that's what I do. Like. We forget
0: the pleasure in it.
1: Yeah. And I, I heard some of the participants because I also was napping. I also needed the, I, I was sad to miss it, but I, I really needed the reset. And I've heard, yeah, adults like present being like, Yeah, I don't know when the last time was that I did that. It was so nice to just kind of get lost in the moment and chit-chatting with people while you do it and just like the focus of because they made like stamps. They they made they made stamps to then like nature.
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah.
1: They drew, they made the stamps and then they stamped their own art with like pigment and things like that. Some people even tried to use uh, juices from berries, berries that on were the on land. the land yeah. so it was just like how freaking special and 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 i also, saw the
0: focus like i came to the end of it where yeah. it was officially over but people were still working on it and you yeah. see that like quiet yeah like' applied yeah focus of like yeah. yeah it's it was it was really cool and i think this has always been a dream of wild withins is like to get others involved and allow others to find their their place in serving and also in to give them a place to offer their gifts of when they particularly when they match up with the values of Wild Within. Yeah. And so seeing both of those happening and like seeing this like multi-leveled kind of thing that is Wild Within where there's there's the Ground floor, which is like the participants' experience, and seeing that that's going off great. But then there's this another level of like people who've been with us before, people who've worked with us before, and want to want to step into their own ways of serving, of serving and Mm -hmm. offering their gifts. Who are who are helping us do this and see the value in it, and like seeing everything they're learning and getting from it, right? And then at another level, like seeing the way we were able to help Cafe Watt like yeah. get started And the way uh we were able to partner with Anne and David to bring the first retreat to their land where we held a ceremony a ceremony in an ancient barn it was a 150-year-old barn that probably the last time it was used that like you know they probably closed it up 150 years ago
1: well, they've been in there. Yeah, I think I think what they were saying is like this is probably the first time that anyone has been in this barn for more than five minutes at a time or ten minutes at a time in a really really long yeah. time, and it's also the first time that this barn is being used for something that's not work right. or like that that you know that's not storing storing hay or, or so
0: using the energy and the momentum of Wild Within to help uh, propel other people's dreams or, and like ventures. And to help support people doing important good work and helping to kind of bless the land that, you know, bless this land that we're on mm-hmm. and, and and all that. Yeah, it, it's, it means a lot to me. Mm. And it's always been, like, a very complicated and difficult and chal- challenging vision to try to bring together and, like, I saw it at a lot of different levels on that one, mm. and it felt really good. Um, so, I, I hope we can I hope we can do more of that. Yeah, um, yeah. How about you? Because it seems like um, you've you had some important realizations from chefing. This was your first time, kind of taking a job, really, in a long time. Um, when, uh, you, when you chef that retreat in New York,
1: yeah. I think what I what I realized right before I left to go do it. I was terrified. I was, like, really scared. Like, so many layers of it of, like, I don't know what I'm getting into. Why are these people trusting me to do a good job? Like, maybe I'm not going to do a good job. It's, like, I can cook, but, like, is it is it going to be anything other than just, like, okay food or, you know? And honestly, the driving was really scary for me. Like, Driving a car I don't necessarily know very well in a place that I don't know well at, that I don't know at all. I did I did get stuck for like 20 minutes on one of those fucking New Jersey loops that like it, I it, apparently there's a name for them and Kelly ended up being like oh my god I'm so sorry that that happened to you cuz it's like you merge and then in, and then it's not clear that you have like 3 seconds to merge in the highway in the freeway or whatever it's called and then you're back on the you're like on the place where it allows you to do a U-turn so I I was stuck in that like in loops on the highway for 20 minutes it was it was fine it was, it's not ideal I'm but glad it was I like, wasn't in the car oh my god yeah but yeah so th- I was I was pretty scared and I realized before I went that like this was gonna be my first time getting paid by a stranger to do the biggest like to do the thing that I'm really that I do for my career like that I've done in the past as my career to cook uh in like seven years Yeah, again, that was really scary uh, and also very exciting. It was so nice to do a job that I can do in my sleep. And it was also so nice to do something that's so tangible and so like active, like my feet were in so much pain and I was in so much pain, physical pain, but it was just so nice to be back in that element that I know and that I can literally do like sick or asleep or whatever. Like I can, I can do this in my sleep. Like, it's like
0: you know, like the back of your hand.
1: It's like, yeah, it's like, I can, I can, it's like dancing my way through the kitchen. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I didn't realize how much I had missed it. I also didn't realize how much I had missed doing it and being fairly compensated for my for my work. Yeah. Uh, Cuz
0: we've really never been able to do that at Wild Within.
1: Yeah. And it's been I think it's been like it's been a lot it's been a joy to be able to support Wild Within in that way and it's also taken a huge toll on me. Like yeah. I've I've reflected a lot on the nature of burnout this year and realized like oh yeah burnout is what happens when the reciprocity is out of whack when you're like putting in more than you're receiving. And I had never quite realized that to that degree. But yeah, it was like it brought up a lot. It felt it felt like I was back to myself in for the first time in a really long time. Like it felt like I went back to a part of myself that I I I, I hadn't even accessed in, in years. And People were calling me chef, which is like that hadn't happened in years. And it just all of it felt so freaking right. And like I was on my feet cooking all day and watching a show on my phone as I was doing that. And it's like that's what I would do for. I would do that at home with my spare time. And here I was doing it for 25 people who were so Like, showering me with gratitude every single meal because they were like, this was phenomenal. I've never felt so nourished in my life. Like, people told me that their bowel movements were way better. Like, that, like, you know, just like really, like, basically all of the compliments that I could have asked for, I received. And then some. And um at the end of the of the training the uh organizers the facilitators told me that they just want me to be the official chef for all of the trainings so i'm i'll be going back um and i don't know it was it was so nourishing to also be by myself and to do something that feels like that's really mine and and yeah to not have to Connect to anyone to be too busy, even to like tend to all the like yeah. relationship things on my phone, which have I, I I've been really bad at this year, and just like struggling to keep up with with how much I want to be in contact with other people, but just can't. And so it's like I was too busy to do it, and it felt like they gave me a, a good reason not yeah. to be as available, I guess. But yeah, and I think that like the the most. It's, it's hard to describe the, the joy. I feel like some of the work that I've been doing personally this year has been like about I feel like I'm retrieving parts of myself that I've that I've left behind that that I've left in Paris. I, I'm, I've been planning a pilgrimage to Paris and don't know when it's going to happen, but it's it's like percolating for sure. And like just reconnecting with my 19-year-old self who just, like, arrived in the kitchen and learned so much the hard way, but also it was so growth-promoting and helpful to to just... I don't know. It, it. I think that the best thing I realized was, like, on the last day when I... I As the near the end, like, the fridge starts to get lower and I have to be more resourceful or I want to be more resourceful. I don't want to just keep... You know, deciding on a new recipe instead of using what I already have. So I've just like tweaked. I was able to be really creative with my use of like leftovers and things that were still in the pantry and things like that. And it just uses my brain in a way that is, I think, very healthy for it and and makes me feel I was gonna say in control, but yeah, I think in control. I feel I think it like this it year, taps into
0: your inferior extroverted thinking think in a does. way that is healthy. I right? think it does. Yeah.
1: I, I agree. I I, I was that's just that's a little bit of that. type
0: talk for all of you out there.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it was just the fact that I arrived with a car that was overflowing with food, and that I left with a car that had almost no food, and that my my thought was like, "This is great." My job this entire time was just to buy the food. Make sure I store it correctly, cook it, and then have people eat it, and then they can poop it out. Like, it was just like, I saw the whole chain of, like... Me purchasing the food and then cooking it. And then, like, the whole, cause I was like, man, all this food I had in my car, like it went through people's system, is nourished them. And then they excreted the, the excess. And then
0: they nourish you through like compliments yeah. and, and, and also payment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was, um, that was like a really special, special time. And I came, I called my mom about halfway through and she was like, man, you feel, you sound so different than like all like the last few times that you've talked to me, you sound like you're I felt like I was back in my body.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I've definitely this is a process that's been going on. You got in you you were introduced to that connection through our friend Krista from and it happened after you chefed our May retreat yeah. out here in Oregon.
1: Yeah. Which and was you, probably and, one of the most depleting weekends of my life. Yeah, and then and even then though it was awesome. And
0: then you followed up on it. Yeah. And like, you know, it wasn't an immediate thing. You had to sort out what it meant. You had to put in yeah. a quote. You had to win the bid and then kind of develop a relationship. And then to to go do this thing and you weren't sure, you know, it was I definitely was pretty inspired by that. Like it was a very courageous act because mm-hmm. Like okay, yeah, you just you you got a job and you did something you're good at, but you also kind of went back to a diff, uh, an, a former time in your life yeah. that was formative, but also like charged, right? Yeah. And and I had a had a lot. And I think you know when I relate to it that way, I know how scary that can be. Mm. Um, because you left that life, yeah. You 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 walked away from it, and it can be hard to go back to those places. And you did, and I feel like. I've watched you basically perform this, like, alchemical transmutation Mm. of, like, some base material into gold or something over the course of the year. And it's easy when you talk about it to make it sound like it wasn't a big deal. But watching you go through that process from start to end, and it coming from a place of, like, from you just, you know, kind of doing it, like, for Wild Within, right? Like, Mm. you... Uh, the whole thing—it was pretty impressive, and I've admired your courage.
1: Thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's been—it um, was—it was—and it was interesting to just realize, like, oh, all the ways that I tried to bury that part of myself because it—it it had. It's like I—I I, I threw out the baby with the bathwater. Like for the first two years after I—I—I I, I stopped working in kitchens, I was just—I think. You didn't know that I knew how to cook until like three or four months into a yeah. 24-7 relationship. And and I think that it's it's taken me it, – it's been such a slow journey of coming back to like realizing that I love to cook, realizing that cooking is like such a huge part of my mental and physical well-being and, and that I actually like to do it as a job but it it it's like I've had to find different ways of doing it as a job I think I actually really like the cooking for events like for retreats and things mm-hmm. like that I just I I have I do it I know how to do it I've been doing it and so in that sense I have to like give a give a shout out to Wild Within and I also thought about I know that he's not going to listen to this but I I do want to give a shout out to Michael too because Michael being one of our mentors on the on the medicine path he has been my mentor too in organizing and leading a kitchen on a retreat and like a lot of the hacks that I've learned from him I've brought to that that training like and it was it, it's been interest. it was interesting because I think that my experiences in the kitchen in the past were like a kitchen is kind of a shitty place like there's there's a there's a lot of camaraderie. There's a lot of beautiful things that happen back there, but it's also like uh, people are kind of dicks and and they're they're mean. The adrenaline makes people really on edge. And In some ways, it's
0: a little bit of an underworld it, place. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah,
1: it's, it's it's true. Yeah, yeah, and like there's no. It's not windows, seen. It's not like,
0: transparent. Uh, you're like it's hot as hell, no right? Because <laughs> you're cooking and like. A lot of times, yeah. There's there's a lot of parts. That's interesting. In it. I yeah, hadn't I mean really Hell's Kitchen, right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah,
1: yeah. I hadn't thought about that, but it's true. And in
0: in the because uh, well, we're going through this right now, but in the story of Iron John, there is a section which is about kitchen work, which is, or or which is like the road of ashes. It is a part of the descent. It's yeah. like when you're working in the kitchen.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it, why didn't you say that before? That's interesting, yeah.
0: Um, you should be in the wild man group.
1: No, I don't, I know <laughs> I am lacking a penis, is, is what's happening. <laughs> um, well, thank god for that, <laughs> no, yeah. That, that would be weird, no. you, yeah.
0: I don't know if this is a good point, place to transition. I, I a think bit. we
1: can, I mean, we're probably close to wrap-up like, time.
0: Well, I'd like to talk a little bit. Um, I think maybe I will stash. My initiation experience, although... A lot oh, of that is, we
1: should do an episode yeah, that's, about that. A lot of that
0: is shrouded in mystery, but I can talk about um a lot of the stuff that came out of that, I think, as well. Um And some general things as well. Um, so is that
1: what you want to talk about right
0: now? No, okay. it's not. I just I wanted to say that I'm going to shelve that, but I would like to talk about it at, at Making some a note point. that uh, we yeah. should talk about it. Great. Um Put it on your calendar. Put it and, on your calendar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think I wanted to talk a little bit about wild within and and money, because you know it's kind of threaded throughout these stories, and it's probably to the listener they can probably pick up on it in other ways that we're not even aware of but the, and but we also have tried to be fairly explicit about it like this year's been tough financially, mm-hmm. and wild within it's this really strange paradox of like wild within with every retreat is being more successful in its mission. In a way, like in, in in what we're doing, the experience mm-hmm. and the product, but this year it's actually it's gone the other way financially. And like we're not losing money, but we're putting so much time and energy into this to keep it going that we if you were to account for that, for sure we are. Yeah, it's kind of just stayed afloat um, in a time that's been fairly tumultuous and there's been a lot of pressure coming from outside sources, one of them feeling like the economy, Another one, but there's other ones, our health, which are inextricably tied to Wild Within. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, it's taken us a long time to get to this place where we have less on our, less to do. We've had to cancel multiple retreats. We've had to cancel a lot of offerings. Because we, like, at the beginning of the year, we were like, we had set up this insane year for ourselves. And we didn't even realize. But we were writing off, like, multiple successes, and like the highs of that, and we, uh, none of us had really fallen yet.
1: This, you were the first. You were. The I first was the first domino- to fall. Yeah, yeah. but all Things three of started. us are like
0: dealing with you know our 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 health is a reflection also of wild within's health, mm-hmm. right? And we are symptoms of what's been going on energetically and the patterns that have been going on at wild within. And if you look at it, it's not good right now. Like you, Kelly, and I are all struggling to heal Mm -hmm. like we're burnt we've been kind of through the ringer Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's been a lot and i think i've been ashamed to say that that like wild within has not been financially pulling its weight Mm -hmm. or successful even though it has been extraordinarily um successful in a lot of its aims when we when we get together that those, that, that those two are going in different directions because I've always felt like, I don't know, I, I, I was mentored in entrepreneurship by, by guys who are very successful entrepreneurs and made millions of dollars and sold their businesses and cash flow positive, da 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 da, da. And it's very hard to be honest about the fact that we have a business that's financially flailing
1: yeah
0: it feels shameful you know it's like something i don't want to tell people mm. and i feel like and i recognize that like in some unhealthy ways it's attached to my identity like a, yeah I, I don't know I, i'm scared to let people know or to be honest about where that's at and i think lately you know and it's part of the reason why you had explored the job the chefing job is because we realized we were putting too much pressure on wild within to support ourselves and that if we wanted this to really survive and if we cared about this project we were going to have to look elsewhere mm. um and we were gonna have to change it up yeah and and i another reason i admire you on that front is that we've talked about how in the past in a lot of ways you're the sailboat and i'm like this like cruise liner kind of thing like <laughs> Like, and what we mean by that is, like, you tend to feel the waves much, you know, if you're on a sailboat and mm-hmm. there it starts getting choppy, mm-hmm. like, you know, all hell's gonna break loose. Like, you, you know, the <laughs> things get scary really fast. And also, you're able to make turns super fast, right? You don't have a lot of momentum, so you can, like, really cut and carve and mm-hmm. stuff and change direction quickly. So, and so, in a lot of ways, you can feel the coming storm and you have to react to it much sooner. Mm-hmm. And with the cruise liner, it's like there's a lot of momentum. And this thing, like when mm, you turn it's it, big. yeah, it's big. Well, if you turn it, it's going to take a long time to actually turn. Mm-hmm. Right. And and also you can also weather a lot more mm-hmm. like it doesn't need to turn right away. It'll just cut through that for yeah. a while. But yeah. like eventually if you're going into a hurricane, you know. You're, you're, yeah. So in I feel like in this financial area, you've been able to you reacted to that. An opportunity was given, you reacted to it quickly. Mm -hmm. And we're reaping the benefits of that. And I've been slower to react to those things. There's a virtue to that. I feel like I'm able to stick with projects and see them through. There's also a a vice to that, which is um, not being with reality as it is or sometimes being slow to respond to important messages. Mm. And I think I'm just trying to let go of this or kind of face this shame of, of like, it's all right that Wild Within, you know, it doesn't mean it's a failure. Mm -hmm. And in fact, like, it's been a success in so many ways. But I feel like if it's ever going to be a financial success, I also have to be honest and kind of not hide the fact that right now it's not.
1: Mm. It's also interesting because, like, with the with the challenge or the shame of actually just saying it verbatim there, it comes out sideways a lot, you know, it's like, it's like, a, it's like people can piece it together, but it's said in like a more passive way. It's it's not actually, it's like, yeah, there's a lack of like owning the fact that Wild Within is, is not, is not doing well financially. And it's, it's, I think it's taken a, yeah, it's it's taken a toll. Uh I I don't want to speak for the rest of the Wild Within team, but it's definitely taken a toll on me this year. And I think I do think that like being able to admit it is already a really good thing. I'm just like should Wild Within be a not-for-profit? Cuz you I've just about went you just went to a you you're, the the retreat you went to was organized by a not-for-profit and yeah. it did a lot of the things that you admire and that you it did a lot of things that you admire it did a lot of good things for you and it also um seemed to correlate with like the measures of success that are more important to us these days than money when it comes to wild within like the or not more important but that we're recognizing like the community where you were saying earlier like the the happiness of the community the way that people want to get engaged and involved in the in the work that we do and like the ability to uh, highlight partners who are doing their vi- their version of their magic. Yeah. And, yeah. There's uh, a
0: there's a quote, um, and this is not it, but it's a paraphrased version of it, the actual... I, it's something along the lines of, like, not all problems can be changed, but problems not faced can never be changed, mm, or something like that. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, uh, like, I think we all would like the... Whether it run flies under the name of Wild Within or whatever, like the work is important to us. And there's such a business aspect of it. And that, like when we get together and do the work, I love it. Yeah. It's draining, but it's draining in all the great, right ways. You know, it's like being of service, doing the thing. But it's everything else that can be so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's everything that it takes to have a, the, the opportunity and the privilege of doing that work, um,
1: so like like marketing and accounting yeah logistics and, like logistics everything and, it takes
0: and, to run a business yeah. everything that's not the work yeah you know you you get into it to do the work and you end up ninety percent doing something yeah. else and it that, seems
1: to be a classic problem of yeah it can be disheartening toward. yeah
0: um, and I think I don't know for me I think I like trying to squarely face where we're at so because I to find I think there's probably a way if I really accept. Where, where I'm at and not try to deny it or hide it. There's probably a way through this There like there might be a way that I think there's multiple ways that mm-hmm. it, that it could end up working out, whether it means like we turn it into a non not not for profit or we find other sources of income that help us do this work Yeah. or, and, and perhaps, and I've always kind of felt this is probably possible over the longer term Wild within just takes more time to gestate and grow, and over the long term, it may it may be able to provide for us. But it's like giving birth to a young child and then being like, "Hey, you need to provide yeah. t- for rent." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah. Not you know some some businesses are designed for that. This business is not. Mm-hmm. It's not. This business is and not focused. It, it's on It's like as money. it
1: matures, it, it's obviously way more uh, rooted and grounded and like yeah i don't know Uh, it 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 seems like wild within is benefiting from uh, being more mature mature
0: yeah i think it's maturing us yeah and the money thing is an an important oak
1: barrel (laughs) yeah (laughs) let me out (laughs) yeah
0: Uh, (laughs) and and money's the lifeblood of a business right like it's an important part it's like yeah, don't take it too seriously. Yeah, but it's And awesome. also take it seriously. Yeah. Because it's what allows you to do the work. It's yeah. it finances the work. It's energy in motion. Um, so it's an important part. So uh, you know, if you say like hey, the work's great, but there's no money, it's like, well, how good is the work then?
1: Yeah. Yeah. How does it feel to publicly state the problem? I
0: I feel like I've been warming up to I I've been first there's a process of I think owning it myself and talking with it with you and things. And yeah, I think, I think it's good to, to share that. I just, and noticing all the, I think it's noticing all the ways that Wild Within has become a, has, has been really fused to my identity. Mm -hmm. And so if Wild Within is financially not doing well, then I'm like that, it's hard not to take that personally. Mm -hmm. And I think um, I've been doing a lot of work. Lately, over uh, separating those and and recognizing like wild within is in very much an extension of me, and so there's a lot I can learn from that. And how wild within is doing is is not a reflection of like my self worth.
1: Yeah, and if you think about it, from what you were just saying about like you know let it grow, let it let it become a child, a teenager, an adult. It's like I think. That's a pretty classic piece of parenting is like you're fused with your child Mm -hmm. because that's how you give birth to a child is to like, you know, grow it yourself. And then it's still like completely dependent on you. But then like the moment where it can actually grow up is the and and like spiritually, too. It's like it's the moment where you realize that you kind of have to let it go and and let it be its own thing It comes out
0: of our life. Right, it it literally comes out of yeah, our life, yeah. And then at some point, we have to start to let go of control, yeah, and and do what's best for it, even if it's not in maybe it's not what we want.
1: Yeah. Continuing reflections. Yeah. I just want to end. Uh, I just want to end this by saying that we have been, and I'm and I'm sure we'll talk about this some more because it's, we're just on the early stages of it. But we have been resting. Like we're we're like the the end of the year. We are
0: resting like it's our job.
1: Resting like it's our job. Uh, it's it's uh, it's it feels really nice. Honestly, I can't think of a better time today. We're going to spend some time uh, organizing our wood and fire stove situation because it has gotten quite cold over the last couple of days. So we're I think we're entering official fire season, which yeah. I'm very excited about. And uh, and we've set up our space to be the coziest, most blanketed space ever. Uh, we inherited a lot of uh, stuff from our friends who just moved out, so we've we've got all the blankets and all the cozy stuff. And uh, I'm a, I'm gonna go pick Get up some, some bacon this afternoon. Yeah, we're just like I feel like we're we're gearing up for uh, a really lovely end of the year and. Alistair's been willing to watch a lot more stupid stuff on our projector with me, which I'm so happy. We watched The Nightmare Before Christmas, and I just was like, oh, this is so, so nice. So it's we're entering a fairly nourishing time, and uh, I think it's very fitting that um, we have to stop the po- this podcast for me to go pick up bacon and milk from the local farms around here.
0: Yeah. To be continued. <laughs> to
1: be continued. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you. There's a few ways you can support this podcast. Basically, be like Anne.
1: Be like Anne. Yeah. Leave a review. Uh, actually, on the Patreon thing, I did want to mention. I am planning later today, so by the time this episode comes out, we will have a post on Patreon with a little bit of a behind-the-scene update. I'm going to write a little thing that I write once in a while over there. I love being in connection with, the, with our patrons. And... I'm going to share some of the pictures from our Catawissa retreat because they were beautiful and I'm also going to share the playlist that we use to dance our butt into the fall and it was really great. So Those
0: are some pretty sweet goodies. Yeah. And the pictures were stunning.
1: I know. So that's happening over at patreon.com slash the far out couple.
0: Yeah. Become a patron. And the third way is uh, we are usually drinking cacao while recording these podcast episodes and if you'd like to Drink some of the same cacao we're drinking.
1: Join the fun.
0: Um, there's so many good reasons to. Uh, we've been working with cacao as a plant medicine for over two and a half years, maybe even three, three no, years, I say three years three now. Three years now. And um, you can uh, find the link, the discount link. You'll get a small discount at where? where? Thefarout.life. Uh,
1: no, thefarout.life. The, in on the show notes of this on podcast. The show notes of this at <laughs> thefarout.life. It's been yeah. a while since we, we decided to... Start recording our outros from scratch again every time because it's fun. Yeah. So bear with us as we try to remember all the links. Yeah. We love you. Thanks for your support. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening all the way until the end. Toodles. Toodles.